So let us pray at this time. Merciful and Holy Father, I ask that you use me this morning for the uplifting of your kingdom. Lord, let the words that I speak be words based on love. For all that we say must come from the basis of love. Let these words be of enlightenment, be words of encouragement, and words that uplift. But most of all, Lord, let these words come from you. Use me, Lord, for I am nothing without you. Laity, a life of serving as a disciple of Jesus Christ. Today we celebrate the laity of the church. Why? Because laity is an important part of the church. Can the church function without us, the laity? I don't think so. Because we are the hands and feet of Christ. The laity is the front line of all the ministries in the church. We are the non-clergy of the church. There's a long history of recognizing the contributions of laity. The book on lay servant ministries by Sandy and Brian Jackson tells us that. Methodism in all its roots has a long history of celebration and recognizing the ministry of laity. In the early days of American Methodism, the laity served and maintained congregations. And today, the lay people are the front line of daily ministry at the workplace, in the homes, and within the community. The idea of laity, better known as lay people, started in the 18th century in England with brothers John and Charles Wesley. Under the guidance of their mother, Susanna Wesley. The lay people back in those days taught Sunday school and served in administrative duties. The Methodist Church operated schools for the education of children before public schools was even in existence. Caring for the world and for others has always been a part of the Methodist doctrine and service. And John Wesley realized early on the value of those who are gifted for sharing the word of God. He licensed the laity to serve as encouragers. These were people who urged people to follow holy living practices. They were then elected by the local charge membership to read scripture passages from the Bible on a weekly basis. So you see the laity has always been important. The laity was speaking Sunday school services. The early book of doctrine and discipline recognize the office of the laity. Such traditions continued as practiced by the laity in cooperation with the clergy, the clergy that's assigned to each charge throughout the history of the Methodist Church. The United Methodist Church depends upon the laity to use the gifts 
they have for the building up of God's kingdom. Laity Sunday is a time to recognize the work and the mission of all laity, not just within the walls of the church, but in everyday life. We need the whole body of Christ. If we are to be a more vital congregation who make disciples of Jesus Christ for the transformation of the world. You know, there is a difference between just being a church member and being a member of the family of God through personal commitment to the Lord. Personal commitment means that you have to get involved. It means that you have to take responsibility. We are all disciples working together to build up the kingdom of Jesus Christ. And of course, this is a decision each one of us has to make for ourselves. On page 38 of the United Methodist Hymnal, professing of your faith. And all of us had to read this when we joined the church. But sometimes I believe we need to go back and take a refresher course. Because sometimes we get off course. And it reads, as members of Christ's Universal Church, will you be loyal to the United Methodist Church? and do all in your power to strengthen its ministries. And you said, I will. I said, I will. As members of this congregation, will you faithfully participate in its ministries by your prayers, your presence, your gifts, and your service. And you stated, I will. And I stated, I will. So often in our lives, we use words so easily. They lose the true meaning and are taken as simply words of motivation instead of words with a mandate that God has put on our lives. I wonder, do we know what it really means to be a disciple of Jesus Christ. Do we recite the mission of the United Methodist Church too casually? Is it possible that we often make a mistake of just being members of the church and not disciples? You know, there is a difference between membership and discipleship. Within the church, there's a sense of belonging and that's okay. But discipleship communicates a sense of belonging with a mission and a purpose. One of my favorite poets from college, Henry David Thoreau, he stated, do not be too moral. You may cheat yourself out of too much life. Aim above morality. Be not just simply good, but be good for something. There are many good members 
but just being good does not transform the world. We know that members of the church love each other and make each other feel like they are a part of a family. But does these feelings create an inclusive church? God has given us everything we need to use our lives to glorify him. Sometimes we as followers of Christ, we get the wrong idea about our role versus Jesus' role. We may think that God is sitting on his throne, waiting to meet our needs when we call on him. Although he's a loving father who provides for us, we must be careful not to assume that he exists to serve us. The reality is that we exist for God. He created us for his purposes and has equipped us and equipped every believer to serve him in some way. Ephesians 2.10 reads, we are his workmanship created in Christ Jesus for good works, which God prepared beforehand so that we would walk in them. Everything about us has been designed by God to equip us for the work he preordained long before our birth. He created each of us with the exact personality and body we would need to fulfill his purpose for our lives. God has equipped us with the strength the abilities and the talents necessary to do what he planned for us. <clears throat> the Holy Spirit has given us spiritual gifts with which to serve, to serve one another in church. When will we use these gifts? Every experience in our life is used by God to equip us for doing his will, both the pleasant and the difficult times in our lives, shapes our character, matures us spiritually, and trains us to help others. God uniquely created each of us. He provided us with everything we need to serve and to glorify him. All we must do is just step out in obedience with full reliance on his grace and his power. I believe God has a way of preparing us and positioning us for greater purposes. If we would only get out of the way and let go and let God. It took me years to let go and let God because I was comfortable being a pew member. Huh. Being a pew member, the role was so easy, stress-free for me. I could go to church. I could sit there on Sundays. I could watch. I could listen. And then I would leave with no commitment. 
God has a way of preparing us for greater things in our lives. All we have to do is be faithful and let go and let God. So with my new aspiration to be active in church, I stepped out from my comfort zone and started a new chapter in my life and my faith journey with Christ. I thought that Sunday school would be a good place to start because it provided me with opportunities to read, discuss, and even debate the Sunday school lesson of the morning. But most of all, Sunday school provided me with opportunities to build relationships. Relationships are important in church because we need to get to know each other so we can work together as one for Jesus Christ. When you get build relationships and really get to know each other, then we move toward being disciples of Jesus Christ. Why do you think God has left you here on earth? After the moment that you came to him, and you joined the church and gave your life to God. He could have taken you at that moment that you were saved. But God needs you here on earth to do his works. If you're living and breathing, then the heavenly father has a purpose for you. He has a ministry for you to fulfill. Although the way we serve God may change over time, we are never called to retire and do nothing. You can pray for others. You can encourage, give encouraging words. Our entire life is meant to be an act of service to God. You see, my faith journey has carried me in many different directions. I got involved in youth programs by assisting our associate pastor at the time, Pastor Tangela Hayward and Minister Benitra. I would help them in whatever capacity that I could. Then I joined the United Methodist Women and became a spiritual growth coordinator. At that time, our beloved Emma Stokes is the one that came to me and said, Ms. Mayo, would you join my unit? of the United Methodist Women, and I told I would. I attended the eight o'clock worship services and was given the opportunity to be worship leader. I was an acolyte, I was an usher. The eight o'clock service was a small and more intimate service. We all worked together to make it as efficient as a 1030 service. Being involved in the 8 o'clock and 1030 worship service created a strong push in me, in my spirit to serve God and centenary in a different capacity. So I decided to take the class, the lay servant ministry class. And I became a certified lay servant in the United Methodist Church. So my new chapter 
And my faith journey has given me new opportunities to fulfill my commitment to the Lord. We have been chosen for a love relationship with God, which should lead us to faithful actions. Actions. God's love compels us to serve him in a spirit of love. So would you let the love of God work through you to bring his transforming love to others? If you would just let God lead you, he will. He will show you the way. But only, only if you humble yourself. Are you ready? God is waiting. In the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen. Amen.